0: VIVES EN VIRGINIA
1: Yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of Back to the Bird. My guest today is a Shenango PA native who started a podcasting empire in Pittsburgh, even though he lives in Jacksonville, Florida now. <laughs> He's the host of North Shore Nine and one of the founders of the Podhub Network. Please welcome Anthony DiNardo. Donardo, how you doing, man?
0: Well, I mean, after a long day running the empire, it's, you know, a bit tiring, but I, <laughs> I made some time for you, Cody. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> of course, of course. Got to keep it short, though. You know, I got to meet up with uh with Joe Budden here in a minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, I hear you. So let's get into it. You're from Shenango, and you actually got a guest for me before uh, Terry Grissetti. So what was it like growing up in Shenango, around Terry Grissetti, all those people, your crew? What did you guys do?
0: Well, it, it, so let me. It's kind of funny. I did. I mean, I grew up, in, I mean, Terry and I hung out here and there. Mainly played basketball. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah but he was actually well what four years younger than me um so like we never like he and i like really hung out hung out but of course i i know i knew him we played basketball quite a bit we didn't live too far away and like he and i are probably the same mentality like you could always find us at the basketball court somewhere yeah but like me growing up in shenango like i'll put it this way you know i was born in new jersey i lived there for seven years i moved to pennsylvania afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. That's right, that's right. I was actually born in uh, well, I mean, I, in uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Oh, not here. Lived in, in Piscataway New <laughs> for quite a bit. And then, uh, yeah, when I was seven is when I moved to Pennsylvania. Now, my mom's from Pennsylvania. My dad's from New Jersey. Um, so, like, I, I mean, I was born there, but I always consider myself I grew up in Pennsylvania. Like, that's what I knew. Yeah. And what I'll say to that as well is when all you know is, like, Newcastle, Pennsylvania... I guess you don't realize how deprived of you are of things, you know, like there's <laughs> stuff that you actually can do. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mentioned, like I grew up playing basketball. I, mean, I love basketball. My uh, funny story. It's true too. my mom actually grounded me because I sprained my ankle and I wouldn't stop playing. And I kept spraining it. <laughs> so she grounded me. Therefore I would not be able to play basketball anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like we created fun. And you know, it's funny like this stupid stuff we would do, you know, I I swear, like I always had a camcorder on me Yeah. and we would go out, we had videotapes of stuff you like wouldn't even believe. I mean, how oh, many man. we have people like clearly are the DUI, you know, golf carts are running around. I'm like, uh, you know, like this t- totally tricked out golf cart interviewed him, uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, not to make – it was a sense of subject at the time, but, you know, we're dumb and young. When uh, 9-11 happened, there was actually, like, the DA, like, the news was all up in this neighborhood nearby because, like, I guess they found, like, flight plans in this person's house. Well, my friend called me up, and he was like, Denardo, where's the camcorder? And I was at SRU at the time, Slippery Rock, my first year of school there. And I was like, I mean, I don't have it. It's, It's at my parents'. They drove to my parents' house, got the camcorder, went there. He was going to YSU at the time, used fake credentials, was asking questions. He's actually on KDKA asking like questions to the DA. So that's awesome. That kind of like encompasses exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Like you had to create fun yeah. when you grew up in Newcastle. And that's definitely what we did. Wow. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> the first comment I have to make is I keep catching
1: you, you guys, like my guests, years between each other, because Grissetti was like the first one that I I just interviewed Moy, Derek Moy. And I was like, oh, so did you play, like, with with Revis and Grissetti? He's like, oh, mm. no, they're, like, three years, I think he said, older than him. Yeah. And then you, you're four years – he's four years younger than you. At least Grissetti is. And then – so, like, I can't, I can't keep you guys straight. You old guys. I Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Call me no, out,
1: Cody. Hey. Hey, it's a young man's game. I just got to keep you on your toes. There you go. <laughs> So what was my next question? Oh, the whole 9-11 thing. I feel like that's a whole generational thing of like content wise, like you got to find the content. Like I've had people alumni from my college tell me like, Hey, you, you need to be on the street every day, finding a story. That's how you're going to get a job. And then you, that's, that's how you guys had fun
0: was finding a story. It seems. I, I guess, like I said, young, dumb, That was was it. Nothing intentional. But I guess now here I am doing (laughs) doing this stuff. (laughs) So uh, still talking about uh, your childhood
1: into high school. What sports were you into? Obviously, you mentioned basketball. Was that the only sport that you played?
0: You know, it's funny. I mean, when I was younger, I played baseball. Um, And as you introduced me, you know, the co-host of the North Shore Nine, right? A Pirates baseball podcast. I hated baseball. I hated (laughs) it, dude. I, I played it all through sixth grade. And, and this will tie into like the basketball part as well. I was not gifted with athletic prowess, not at all. All right. And like, I mean, as I got older, it came more to me, but the young, like as as young as I was, it was awful. So I played through sixth grade, didn't do much. I hated sitting on the bench. And like, when I was going to seventh grade, that's kind of where I like made the move. like, all right, well, what do I really want to do? You know, and basketball like really, really excited me. I loved basketball. I'm like, why am I going to sit here on the bench? Playing baseball, not doing anything. And even when I do play baseball, I just stand in the grass or the dirt and just stand there, not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. basketball is fast paced. It was fun, it's exciting. Uh, I grew up as a Sonics fan. Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, you know, I love the Sonics, love basketball, the Jordan era. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to focus and stick to basketball. Um, so that, that's really like I said, like my high school career, still again, right? Wasn't the most athletic person in the world. I was the guy that, I mean, I was a forward. It was kind of like by default, you know. I was the tallest on the team. It's yeah. a small school, so at six three, like you're the you're the big man, <laughs> you know. Like meanwhile, I'm a point guard in college. So, but I was the dude that like you know you throw the the, the pass to me, and sometimes I'd catch it. Sometimes my hands said, you know what, you're not coordinated enough to catch it right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like like basketball, I loved. I, I liked watching football. I liked playing it like in the backyard and stuff. But I was never like, let's play it for the team and part of that also was again just the basketball thing like that was my love that was my passion and I don't want anything to take away from it so like I don't want to go play football and say maybe I get hurt and now I can't play basketball so yeah like basketball is really what I stuck with through uh through high school like that that was it gotcha so
1: speaking of basketball you're a basketball guy uh I I remember we would have some back and forth in, in the Twitter DMs and you tweeted me, or you DM'd me a tweet from the LCAA.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> that I, I don't even know what the LCAA is, so you're going to explain that. And it said that you were a record holder for blocks in a game. I believe it was 14. So how, just explain what the LCAA is. Okay. And
0: then l- let's explain how good you were at, at defense. Exposing <laughs> the, the DMs. It, it was sent to you in a facetious manner. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I joke about this here and there. The LCA, now it's funny you say that because I believe, I don't even know what it stands for actually. I believe it's Lawrence really? County, like Athletic Association, something like that. I, I don't know. Sense. Anyways, <laughs> it was right after I graduated high school. And a friend of mine, uh, I guess he, he knew of the league and such, and he was like, you know, I want to get a team. He told me about it. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. But it was just us two. Like, we didn't know anyone else. someone else wanted to get into it. So apparently they had something where it was like, you know, all the people that wanted to play but didn't have a team, like, it, could join this one team so it was like a bunch of misfits that didn't know each other right yeah so um i'm here playing on this this team having some fun don't know anyone and that's always kind of like oddly enough the shire kid in high school so i didn't know these people and i was like you know i mean you guys there was like more of them that knew each other so yeah. they're kind of doing their thing doing their thing and it was like maybe i don't know, like the fifth game of the season and uh mohawk the team Nearby, they actually had like what they did is they put a team in the league, so like their high school okay. team was in the league. Um, yeah. so we we're playing them, and you know I didn't even start like I normally don't, but just somehow or another we're playing, and like I knew I was I was blocking the shit out of everyone. I can swear on here.
1: Yeah, you can swear on here. Okay,
0: okay, good. <laughs> so I was blocking the shit out of everyone, right? It was kind of it was it's it cool, it's a good feeling. Um, and like I remember like towards the end, I just took myself out. I was like, hey, come you know come play or whatever. And when I was standing out there, you know, Dave Stamble's is the one that runs it. Um, he turned to me and he's like, why are you out of the game? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know, because I, I'm, I'm done. We're, we're killing this team. Like, it's, it's over with. Like, you know, come out. I'm, I'm kind you're of like tired. I'm tired. And he's like, you know, you're two points away from a triple-double, right? <laughs> I was like, uh, no. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, your ass better get back in that game. So like okay, so I get in there, and of course, like I got fouled, and that's how I got. I got a triple double. Um, I'm trying to think because like you would think it'd be the reverse way, but I got. I think it was 11 points. No, it was 10 points, 11 rebounds, and 14 blocks. Wow. So yeah, that's the highlight of my uh, my, of my career. <laughs> Just messed around and got a
1: triple-double.
0: Just messed around, <laughs> got a triple-double. I mean, it was – like I said, it was cool. That was something – I always, like, pride myself on defense and, like, blocking people. No, There's nothing better than blocking someone in my mind. Yeah. No, so I would agree. I would agree. I actually, Never like – pe- People will not even know this, but on uh, <laughs> on our shoes in high school, the shoes we had, they had actually, like, little stars, like, imprinted onto them. Okay. And every block I got, I colored in a star. Oh, so that's awesome. If you want to know cool. how much blocks meant to me, that, that was why.
1: That's pretty awesome. All right. So let's get into um you went to SRU, Slippy Rock, uh, the Slimy Pebble. You went there for one year. Yeah. Uh, you decided not to continue your college career. What what went into that decision? <laughs>
0: um for, for for those of you that love college, right? You're doing something in college, it's great. Don't listen to this. For the other people, <laughs> college sucks and it's dumb. And then you're put in Slippy Rock which is like the worst <laughs> college I've ever seen. Uh, and you know what? Speaking of, no, sorry, Terry, I guess, cause you did go there. I hated that piece <laughs> of shit. It's the worst color wow. green I've ever seen. And that's all you see. And yeah. I swear <laughs> it has its own, seriously, its own climate. Yeah. When you're outside of Slippy Rock, the weather can be nice. As soon as you go in Slippy Rock, it's windy, It's cloudy. It's about five degrees colder. It's just in my mind. And some people love it. And some people have fun. I was so depressed there. Yeah. And then on top of that, I met my future wife there. So like, I mean, come on, like it was a terrible experience. (laughs) 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 But but yeah, I I honestly, school just wasn't for me, you know, and I think part of it was just, I was not mature enough. I wasn't ready. Um, I hated school. I hated studying. And it wasn't like I was lazy in that sense. I mean, a lot of people, I mean, if I'm doing something I like, you know, like obviously the network, the the podcasting, you know, yeah. I'm not lazy. I love doing stuff, but I, I have to like it. And I hated school. So yeah, I went there one year and I'm like, this, this
1: ain't it. So yeah, no, like I had that same conversation with uh, Tyler and Zach and uh, they basically said the same thing. It's like, why waste the money on something you're not really into, you know? And what a waste it was. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I agree my mom still reminds me to this day oh really <laughs> my dad he keeps telling me he's like hey you gotta get that piece of paper and i got it and I, i'm like you know i feel like i could have done this without it but okay
0: <laughs> yeah and that's why i say that i mean i will never tell anyone not to go to school hold them back but it's just like man you see so many people like doing stuff that doesn't really require a degree you know where exactly. they get the degree and they spend all that time like focusing on this and then they're doing something else out there that has nothing to do with it you know
1: yeah, exactly. Especially, so, I mean,
0: Slippery Rock and teaching degrees. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> so let's get into how did you get into podcasting? Then uh, was that your first career choice outside no. of school? <laughs> so what led? Up I to hope you? not, because that was a long, a long time yeah. there. So <laughs> what man, I was led really up to you? It.
0: What What led up to you? You know, it's what funny, funny about the whole up? podcasting thing. So the group of friends down now. now I, I live in Jacksonville, Florida now. As you kind of alluded yeah. to, I grew up in Pennsylvania. Um, I moved down here when I was 23, met some really cool people, have a really cool group group of friends, very diverse group of friends. And we we always have had like a messaging app too for a while. I mean, it was Disco. You got group me now. There was something before Disco even. And I swear like there was this other kid who we're not really good friends with anymore, but him and I would always go back and forth and things. And he was like the, the Yankees fan. I was the Pirates fan. Um, so you had like, you know, in baseball world, like the Yankees, the Bayback Yankees, the underdog pirates, you know, big market Yankees, small market pirates. They had different viewpoints, even on football, everything. Like, he and I were always going back and forth, back and forth. And then, like, a few of my friends, especially, like, Geddes, if you know Geddes or not, I'll yeah. mention him on the show. You know, they're always like, you guys need to, like, do something. Like you should have a show. You should have this, whatever. Ah, oh, ha, ha, ha. you know how things are. Yeah, 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 right, right. But no, nothing ever happens, right? I swear to you, so one day, my friend Geddes bought equipment. And if you know anything about Geddes, he's all into production. He's all into electronics. You know, he actually, you know, worked at Best Buy, you know, when he was going through school. I mean, he knows, he knows stuff. So I'm not talking about he bought a mic, you know, that was like $55 on Amazon. I mean, he bought like hundreds of dollars worth of equipment. Wow. And said, you two are doing a podcast. (laughs) Now, when that happens, you know, like it's all jokes and laughter at first. Like when someone does that, now you feel like obligated to. Like, oh man, like all this money. I can't tell you no. So we started this podcast, which, by the way, it's technically out there on Closer still, or on SoundCloud still. Don't listen to it. It's called The Closers. Okay. It was garbage. It's terrible. Um, but that was, like, my first taste of podcasting. And so, you know, it didn't really go anywhere. The one friend I talked about, you know, kind of quit it, left it. Um, but I still felt kind of obligated to a sense. Like, you still spend all this money. But also, I started, like, I got that itch a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, you know what? This sucked, but it was kind of cool. Yeah. Now, I know we can't have the same show because my friend Geddes, who was the producer of it, doesn't know anything about baseball. Like, nothing at all. (laughs) Which kind of made it funny because we made fun of him. You know, he's on there. But I was like, you know, I have an idea. You don't know anything, and that's great. You know, I know some of baseball. we will kind of spin off, and that's how Donato's Dugout came about. Yeah. So, I had a podcast called Donato's Dugout that was running a little bit. Um, and then shortly after that, my friend Ryan Alexander approached me and he was like, you know, Hey, think about starting like a pirates blog. Do you want to join? And I was like, yeah, you know, let's do it. Um, so, so we started, that starts the North shore nine, as you know, it today was a blog, but it carried over to podcasting. And like I said, it's just been like this progressive growth. You know, we started like in 2015 with a closers, I believe 15 or 14 actually. Uh, And, you know, again, you just kind of grow, 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 and I love it. You know, I love the aspect, and now we're into, like, streaming and different stuff, too. So, you know, it's funny because part of me is like, I should have done this so much longer ago. You know, like, we could have. For for how many years, We're like, you guys should do this? And it's like, we really could have. And for other people out there, it's just like, if you want to do something, just do it. Because now, like I said, how much I do love and enjoy this, I could have been doing this forever. Yeah. And now I'm the old man as you joke about you know <laughs> doing <Yeah>. it yep <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah like i feel like you kind you and ryan for the pittsburgh market at least you guys kind of set a path like you you opened the gates almost and like it was like hey we might be talking about the pirates and they may be oh, kind of bad yeah but hey you can talk about whatever you want and people are going to listen and people are going to follow
0: well so i mean i appreciate thing. that I- I mean, setting the market, that's some, that's some big praise. I don't know if we did that, but uh, I mean, that was for
1: my circle of friends.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I'll take that. But uh, I will say that was part of my demands coming on the North Shore and when he wanted to blog, I was like, we will do a podcast though. And he yeah. was like, okay, we'll do one. So, and it's funny. Cause that's basically what it turned into. Like we stopped the blog completely. He and I both realized writing was dying. It's yeah. boring. It's a lot of work for like the return of investment per se. That just so much easier to get on a mic and let's do a show. So,
1: yeah, no, I agree with that one hundred percent. Although I do enjoy writing. <laughs> oh well,
0: see that's the thing too. Like Ryan was, he actually went to school for that. He was a journalist. Oh okay, okay. I was the kid that dropped out of school, so I was. <laughs> now, mind you, I mean I wasn't dumb by any means, and I mean I I hate I could I I did write stuff. That's funny too. Um, I'm going off tangents here, but I don't Good. care. It's it's my show, and I'll interview yeah. however I want. So I remember going back, speaking of like college, right? Like now that I was writing stuff, I remember I went home once and my mom had all my old like college papers still and stuff. Man, was I trash. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. The stuff I would read and like, I don't take myself as a scholar by any means. I mean, I would write well enough, but by no means do I write well. But it was just funny, like now that I'm writing for a blog per se and stuff, when I go home and read the stuff, I was like, this isn't even like a complete sentence. You know, this is like three sentences all in one. Like, what the hell was yeah. I doing back then? <laughs> so that, I guess that again explains my college days. It's why they return. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I said, well, I just I never loved writing at all, but I definitely loved doing this. Yeah, no. So it was it was it was a
1: lot easier to put the college dropout in front of a mic instead of telling him to write.
0: There, there hey. <laughs> speak of the call, uh, just call me Kanye. That's all. There you just go. Put me in front of a <laughs> mic, right? The college dropout.
1: Yep, <laughs> I, love <it. laughs> there, I love it. Right
0: there, there he is.
1: Oh, there it is. I do not even notice that back there. Yeah. Well, that's not actually the
0: the college dropout, but speaking of Kanye.
1: All right. So North Shore Nine progresses, right? And then whenever I started to like find you guys, I guess, on social was whenever you guys were starting to do like the live shows Mm, from outside of PNC Park. What were those like?
0: They were really fun. They, you know, like, so you mentioned also like about me living in Jacksonville, having a, Pittsburgh network per se right I mean I feel like I have a lot of ties in Pittsburgh obviously covering the Pirates it's part of it but as far as like my Twitter game and everything it's like really everything's Pittsburgh based and the one downfall with having the North Shore 9 obviously is me living here so I would be I would do a live podcast probably every other week if I could you know there I I think it's great and you know we kind of had that idea it's like you know as we started progressing right and actually had people listening to us it was like why don't we do something like that it sounds pretty cool and we did our first one we had no expectations. i mean nobody could show up who knows and if nobody shows up you know, like how embarrassing is that gonna be <laughs> so we do our first one i feel like we marketed like we pumped up for like two months to try to hope like people come yeah um and like it, it was it was really cool because not only like you just there outside a the game podcasting it was like the first time that we could say we actually met the people we talked to on Twitter. Yeah. You know, it's one thing when you engage on Twitter, talk back and forth, you know, much like you and I, you know, yeah. but like when you actually meet the person face to face, have a real conversation, you know, something tangible, that was a really, really cool experience. And, you know, that just set off him like, okay, we got to definitely do this more and more because it was fun for us. I felt like it was fun for everyone else, you know, and sort of like, you know, those people are meeting each other, too, the same. Like, like, you're bringing all those people together as well. You know, not just you and, you know, the people listening to you, but all those people as well. So, like I said, it's kind of grown and gotten bigger. Um, though part of it also is based on, as you, you know, say the Pirates, when they're not playing well, you, you tend to see less people show up yeah. <laughs> naturally. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, it was, like, a really cool idea, and, and I love doing it for that fact.
1: So do you think, like you were talking about those tangibles of being able to spark a conversation with somebody on Twitter. Um, Do you think that's kind of how you got inspired to do the Podhub network? Because you're starting to meet these people who they have their own voice and they started their own podcasts. Do you think that's where the origin of Podhub came from? Like the original thought, like obviously there's probably more to it, but the original thought
0: um actually the original thought did come before that all that stuff happened okay but i'm not gonna lie that didn't spark it even further um okay. by trade i've always been one to like i've I've always wanted to help and do things like honestly i went to sleep rock for it because like that was the hot thing to do yeah there was money but what i actually really wanted to do, like when i was in high school what i actually wanted to do is be a teacher like that was like the thing like i want to be a teacher i want to teach kids help kids stuff like that like that part has like been my nature for a while and like with me doing the podcast as mentioned the closure is pretty trash i've gone through a lot like i've seen the mistakes you make you know like i've learned some of the stuff to do and i'm nowhere near perfect by any means now still growing um but it's like i can i feel like i can offer a lot to help people out um and like as you mentioned that with, with the around the 412 you know we kind of help them out a little bit um you know they they had the idea that they're at our our podcast as well. We bounce off some things, you know I've always been like open like, hey, you know whatever whatever help you need, let me know i'll you know I'm there to help you out, but that's honestly, I think where it really sped up because I'm like now we're helping them, we're doing things. It's like, why are all these podcasts out there really trying to compete against each other when we all could just help each you other know, with each other, you know like. Why don't we all join, help each other out, and grow together instead of trying to, you know, put each other one down and try to shine brighter? Yeah. So that was really, like I said, that we really started to go, you know, build energy, and you know, Geddes and I both were really going the route. We had ideas, but nothing was ever like materialized until we started bringing on some other people. As we have Tong, our friend we call Herman, his actual name is Brian, much like myself. And it's funny because is this a Western Pennsylvania thing? And I swear it is. All my life I was growing up, I was referred to as Dinardo. My name's Anthony. In case yeah. anyone listening to this knows, they probably don't. I think everyone on Twitter, everyone calls me dinner as well. Ryan made that a point, but it's like I feel like the Western Pennsylvania thing, because no one down here is referred by their last name. Yeah, no, it's I
1: I think it's a northern thing, actually.
0: It's just northern? Okay. Yeah.
1: Because like like you like people call me Coleman. I mean, now they call me toes thanks to my friends. But oh. <laughs> if, if they don't know that story, <laughs> they call me Coleman. And it's like, isn't it
0: easier to just say Cody? Like, That's the part too. I mean, I'll, Anthony and DiNardo is the same, but like you have a friend like, named Al. You know, his last yeah. name's like 14 syllables. You'll say the 14 syllable names. Like you can't even go by, well, yeah. this is easier to say. So, and I've picked up on that. It's one of the things I feel like I've, so on the network, there's two of us from the Pittsburgh area. Myself, again, DiNardo, and my yeah. friend Brian, who's called Herman, we just call Herman. So the two people from Western Pennsylvania are called by the last name, And then it's Tong and Geddes, it's their first names. So yeah, we brought (laughs) them in together and it's like, we got this actual idea, like concrete, and move forward with it. So yeah, that's kind of like, I guess where that all sparked and came from.
1: Okay, so now let's talk about the development of PodHub. Um, (laughs) What is, like you kind of said, like the purpose was to bring everybody together and help each other. Um, What, uh, I'm trying to think, like what is the goal of it? Other than that, um, what, are, what are you trying to gain from it, I guess, if anything?
0: Sure. Uh, you know, it's where do you say that? Because I feel like it's ever transitioning. Um, the podcasting world, and I'm sure you can attest this as well. It's very wild, wild west. Yes. There's no rules. There's no structure. There, there, there's nothing. Like, you know, the podcasters, the creators themselves, like you and I, you know, we're learning every day on our own just to do this itself. So like as a business mindset, as a business model and aspect, it's still like nothing set. Like you don't say, okay, I'm gonna do a podcast and it's laid out. Here's what you have to do. Right. You don't know. You just kind of vibe and go with it and see what works and what doesn't, you know? And and so like, I feel like with the network itself, it's ever changing, ever evolving. Uh, We're, I guess a little peek behind the curtains. I'm not sure if the others will, appreciate this now or not. Um we're kind of in the middle of a rebrand. <laughs> Ooh, um nice. I hope I don't get yelled at for this. When's this releasing? It's not right now, right? It's in a few weeks. It'll be in two weeks. <laughs> okay. So still might be a little early, but oh well. <laughs> hey I I'll take the i I'll take the you oh, when you still take it out of my paycheck. So <laughs> um yeah so like we're kind of in the middle of a rebrand. Like I said we're we're just kind of ever changing but still like the main goal and focus has always been like the creators helping them out, such like that, you know, Um, you know, for example, to plug someone, a helmet here, Jordan. Yeah. Very, very new podcast. You know? So like, I I look at that and say, okay, listen, I know the struggles you're going through. Let's, what can we do to help eliminate those? Right. Like how can I get you past years two and three with me? Right. Making all those and get you right into year four. So again, that's kind of like where the idea of this is.
1: It's a pretty awesome concept. I remember whenever um, Smitty had introduced me to you and Ryan, that was like the one thing I wanted to talk about because I was starting a podcast at the time as well. Right. Like, how can I be a part of this? Like, I didn't even know what it was, but I was like, this sounds pretty big. I need to be a part of it. So
0: (laughs) yeah. And, And like the other thing too about it, I feel is like the idea of this, which we hold true is you see like networks out there. Might hit close to home right now, but you see networks out there, and a lot of them target like a podcast per demographic. You know, like they try to hit. So I'll just say, like, whether it's like a baseball podcast network, right? Okay, we need our pirates one, we need our Mets one, we need our Phillies one. So they get a podcast from every market, right? And that's cool, that's great. Kudos, everyone. But how do they help each other grow? Yeah. You know, me as a pirates fan, I'll consume the pirates podcast, right? but am I really interested in the Mets one? Probably not. I'm not a Mets fan. So like, how are you going to get like organic growth amongst the network with themselves? So that's like the idea of the Podhub network was. It's not that it's sports based. It's nothing based. It's regional based, you know, more city based me as a Pirates fan. I might listen to North Shore 9, but you know what? I might have some interest in, you know, some politics and such. And I see, a, you know, this podcast, the workings, this, I got interest in that. And now I can, you know, feed off of them. And then again, like that's how we all grow together. Yeah. So, you know, that's really like the primary thought and process of this. You know, I, I didn't like, you know, we have been approached by a few networks. I just don't like it because it just feels to me like we just want you to be part of us and siphon, you know, siphon money to us. Yeah. You know, we're going to use you. Like, what are they going to do for me? I don't really see much in that. Um, so, like I said, like with the Podhub Network that's kind of what we're looking into. You know, it's, it's not a specific based topic and such. It's all mixed. It's just based on the city. And that's where we'll probably find, you know, common interest. Think of it like Netflix. Yeah. You know, you're scrolling around and you see this one, you see this show, you see that show, you get caught up and now you find out it's 40 hours later. You're still on the couch, except you listen to podcasts.
1: That's a pretty cool way to think about it. Cause I, you're absolutely right. Like if you, if you're listening to your show, then you say oh like just to reiterate what you said like oh there's somebody talking about politics or somebody talking about like lifestyle Mm -hmm. on this platform that relates to me i'm absolutely going to listen to that so that's a really good way to put it right now to get back specifically to your podcast north shore nine ryan recently left he did that bastard (laughs) so (laughs) what has it been like um, adapting
0: to a show without him i'm not gonna lie it's been weird yeah um, for the fact that it's been four years, you know, the North Shore 9 has gone on with Ryan and DiNardo. Um, you know, we had a little, we had like his farewell show and not gonna say it was emotional in a sense, but you know, we opened up a little bit about it. And you know, when you thought of the North Shore 9, you thought of DiNardo and Ryan, I felt like. So he and I, he, we go back, you know, everything I've mentioned here. I mean, he's graduated with me from Shenango. You know, we were yep. friends way back when. You know, we still joke about our fantasy baseball trades we make in study hall, you know, in the computer lab. <laughs> so that, I mean, we go, go way back, you know, we started this together. So like with him not being part of it, it's really weird. And ha- how many times you bounce ideas off each other? I'm always at Ryan. Like I'm always getting ideas. I always joke. He's the one that always held me back and put me in check. Cause like in a week's time, I'd probably have like 13 ideas, 13 like changes to something. He'd be like, why don't you just chill? Before you put it out, let's think about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm the one ready to go, fired up. And then, like, 13 minutes later, decide that was actually a pretty bad idea. Thanks, Ryan. So, so like I said, <laughs> it's been a bit of a change. But we did bring on a few people before he left, which I still – he won't admit it, but I know he strategically did it. I know where the gears oh, were going. Yeah. That's why. But uh, we brought on Tyler and Jim. Tyler was actually part of Denaro's nugget as well. So, what I'll say is we've had that rapport going on for a little bit um we brought on Jim Rizzotti as well who's the north side notch now he and I have never like done a show before that happened but we did like go back and forth on Twitter and such a little bit you know we knew of each other uh he would join the streams like you mentioned you know, he would join like the live streams which chat on there so there was, like a little bit of rapport but through the time that like Ryan was basically seeing himself out yeah. you know we started building rapport so now like I said it's different definitely a different landscape and as a matter of fact now that we have more people on we've been doing a lot more other than it being just like a weekly podcast and then we would do like the ns9 live bi-weekly now we got to show every you know we still have the weekly one on sunday we now have a show on tuesday morning wednesday morning every thursday night's now ns9 live so we're get, definitely getting more content out there now and like i said it's 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 different but it's still it's the same i i, I love it and i think we're, we're growing so actually ryan leaving is probably the best thing because we're getting bigger, so oh, wow!
1: Shots fired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he knows where he stands, though.
1: All right. So to end the round, this out. What? Where do you see the future for both NS9 and PodHub?
0: Hopefully, a lot of money, <laughs> 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 which doesn't exist. So that's the other thing. So if you are into podcasting, uh, if podcasting is something you want to do don't, don't let it be for the money. Cause it's not there. So that it's, this better be a true passion project for you if you want a podcast, because don't think you're going to hop up on here, get sponsors, you know, have ESPN reach out to you and blow up. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work. What do I see? I mean, I don't know. I don't have any true expectations. I, I will say, I mean, there's, there's a clear fire in me. Like I know where I really want to go. Um, Kind of taking a second here just because I'm usually soft spoken, but there's there's things that fire me up. And you know what? Screw it, let's just say it. Let's so <laughs> I mean that's really that's really why the North Shoreline also started as well. It, it started because of people in Pittsburgh media that really yeah, pissed us off. Absolutely. You know, and I felt like we need to have a voice in that sense. We're tired of like yelling and going back and forth on a personal account. So it's like, why don't we start something and really go at it? Um Pittsburgh, there's a lot of shitty Pittsburgh media people. And on top of that, I feel I can, and, and here we go. He's going to gloat a little bit. I can blow a lot of them out of the water with stuff that we do production-wise. And I think it's showing. It's, it's, it still blows my mind how terrible a lot of these people's shows are produced or just done. So I want to show, like, that's what we can do with North Shore 9. Um, so, yeah, I, I want to definitely do something with this. We, you know, we're definitely growing. Um, but, yeah, like in a few years, I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see where yeah. we get.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, I can, I can attest to your, um, what would you say, your, ang- I guess, anger? Toward yeah, and it's local- not really anger,
0: and it's, it's fine. I am a very competitive person at things. Yeah. Like, that, that is in me. And by no means am I comparing myself to Michael Jordan, but I I get, trust me, I get and understand making things up about the other person too fire. You. Like I use a lot of stuff for motivation, right? Yeah. And that's what I'm gonna say. So inside I have my motivation right now with things, and that's what it is. And I'm you know, internally trying to demolish people. And that's what I yeah. need, and that's what I go off. I that's that is what fuels me. So yeah. I, I get that. <laughs> so that's kind of rum coming at
1: here. And I mean, I think you have people that are fighting the same fight you are. Like, after f- talking with uh, around the 412, you know, they have the same opinion about local people in media. Like, they're just not getting it. And some of them, this is my own frustration, some of them aren't even from Pittsburgh and they don't know. Like, they don't know what's going on in the streets. They don't know what the fans are talking about. They don't know what's important to the fans yeah but they're still allowed to go on the air for 10 plus years and talk about whatever they want So as i'm, that's, as that's as I'm sitting here in
0: jacksonville florida
1: <laughs> yeah no, but you're from the but area no, i mean i get point. it and yeah. like part
0: of it too i just want to say is like i mean with the north or like what i've always wanted to do as well like i want to have fun you know like obviously on twitter it's it's mainly about fun like the show Absolutely. is a little bit different the show's going be more informative like when we get on here and talk still want to make it entertaining of course but I've always felt, I mean, for one, because we are baseball. Baseball, you know, make baseball great again, right? Because it's so boring. Hey, me, the sixth grader who quit because of how boring it was. I get that. Exactly. So that's why I always felt like I want to make it a point. Let's have fun. You know, let's joke all this. But, you know, definitely a time to get serious. in part of that is serious. Like, I'm making a point to do that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I just feel it's so much kayfabe, like, and, you know, in Pittsburgh sports media. And, God, like, go back and forth a lot too like just i can't respect people don't have like any any intellectual integrity you know when you're saying stuff off the wall just to divide just to get a reaction just to do this i can't respect that you know we can have fun we can create things we can go back and forth on things and, and have fun but like my opinions my thoughts it's gonna be true and you know that's what you i assume that's what you want when you're listening to a podcast as well Definitely a podcast, like sports radio. I kind of get, and that's it is what it is. Like we listen to podcasts, listen because you want actual information and stuff. So yeah. I, I just like, why can't two things be true? Like, why can't you be entertaining, but also give information? So that's yeah, really absolutely. what I'm trying to do here. So
1: what you're that, trying to do here, yeah. <laughs> so that <laughs> actually brings up a question that I just thought of. Do you feel like Pittsburgh sports media is like the radio, the radio aspect, like sports radio? versus sports podcasting like are we going head to head um because i know there there was i think it was a few months back where people were going after mark ish. madden in our community
0: yeah i mean mark madden is obviously the clear yeah but I'm mark madden's at, right? mark madden like he's gonna yeah and that's why i want to say too like mark madden is very good at what he does i, I want to take the bat like when people say mark Madden's trash i i don't really really buy into that Totally. He's probably not the best person in the world in my mind. That's my opinion. But he knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah, he, he does he, that he, well. He had a career in the WWE. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's playing a so character. So
0: my and that's just the thing. Like my thing with that is why can't people see that? The guy Actually. came from WWE <laughs> and he's over in sport. Like it's one thing to entertain by him, but like I'm just so tired of people using what he says to the like fact. make my opinion wrong. Like it validates yeah. him. Well, Mark Bannon said that doesn't mean shit. Yeah, Mark <laughs> like the fact that you're saying of- Mark Madden said, like, d- d- just d- takes away everything you're mentioning about that opinion. But regardless, anyways, I digress. The whole like podcast first, I guess sports radio, kind of to agree, but I don't really think that because I think there's other like sports media out there that isn't totally just podcast either in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I do feel that there is like this internal like Pittsburgh media if you want to encompass all types of media. Uh, battle so there definitely is and some are fired fired and fueled by it a little bit (laughs) I will say but uh yeah there is there's definitely but I will say this too it's it's not just Pittsburgh I mean just like anything like just every team it's not just your team it's everywhere it really is it's just that's the environment you're in that's your echo chamber so that's what you hear uh it's definitely everywhere
1: gotcha well all right I, I just gotta say, even saying Mark Madden's name feels like you're saying Voldemort or something. Like <laughs> my my skin like cringes. But anyway, to get out of this, thank you, Donardo. I really appreciate everything you've done for our podcasting community in Pittsburgh. And I appreciate you
0: for coming on to my show. Well, I appreciate you having me on. I'll definitely come on any other time you need. Um and then just to say last thing too, like if anyone is watching this and they're interested in starting a podcast or something, I mean, feel free to reach out. Podhub Hub Network, North Shore Nine, you can reach me anywhere. I pretty much run both accounts. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, I have no problem helping anyone out. All so, right. Thanks, brother. Thank we'll you. Talk to you later. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the j would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors, about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get
1: a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math.